0: Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word, only about 13 minutes each day, but it helps us to stay strong and even grow stronger in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. So we encourage you to be with us every day and also to share these short studies with everybody you can, because you know people who need to grow in their faith. Probably some within your own family, in fact. So share through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may you may help some soul to grow stronger in their faith in God, but also you may help somebody get to heaven ultimately. What a great blessing that will be for them but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're talking about being strong in the Lord. In fact, Paul said in Ephesians 6 and verse 10 exactly that. He said, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We've talked about how in this physical life, in this world, not a day goes by in which we do not need to be encouraged to be strong in the Lord. Now sometimes we just have to remind ourselves of that particular statement, that particular encouragement. I need to be strong in the Lord because we're facing something some days, in fact maybe most days, that can be really be challenging to us. But sometimes we need to hear that from friends and family members and fellow Christians. Be strong in the Lord. Now, it's a mindset. It's something that we need to pay attention to because we continually, in this physical life, in this physical world, we continually are faced with challenges. Physical, relational, maybe psychological, emotional, financial, but we're most of all, most serious of all, we're faced with spiritual challenges continually throughout our life in this world. The devil knows how to use those to try to chip away at our strength in the Lord, chip away at our faith in God and our confidence in God. He knows how to use those challenges, and so we need to always be on guard and be strong in the Lord. The last time we talked about how the Apostle Paul went on, and he, he did not just leave us with that simple encouragement, that statement of encouragement, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, Ephesians uh, 6 and verse 10, he went on and said, put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, whatever the devil throws against you. And then he went on in verse 12, and, and he, he said, hey, we're not, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood here. That's not our greatest challenge and enemy. It's not some foreign power that wants to conquer us and take over our land. We're wrestling against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age. We're wrestling against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. We're wrestling against all that the devil can throw at us from a spiritual perspective. Now, he'll use physical challenges to tempt us to try to break us down spiritually, But all of that is coming from him. He's the one trying to chip away at our faith. And he cannot overpower us if we do not let him. Paul goes on and he says again in verse 13, says it again, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand. And then he begins to list the implements of that spiritual armor that God has provided for us. He's provided it for you as well as for me. He said, stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, the truth of God's word, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. In other words, I'm determined I'm going to live a righteous life. No matter what criticism people around me may throw at me, no matter how challenging the devil might try, to put difficulties to live righteously and faithfully before me. He goes on and says, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, I'm going to live, I'm going to walk in God's word, by God's word, in faithfulness to God, communicated to me in his word every day. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. When Peter portrayed the devil in First Peter chapter 5 and verse 8 as being like a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. Now, that's a scary image, and it's, it's meant to be scary. It's, it's, it's an image that's meant to engender within us, you know, caution and to be on guard because the devil's out there trying to destroy us spiritually. But Peter did not leave us With that particular warning, without a solution to being able to resist or defeat or stand successfully against that roaring lion, the very next verse he said, resist him steadfast in the faith. And so Peter says, yeah, he's out there. He wants to destroy you spiritually, but you can resist him. How? Steadfast in the faith. Stay strong in the faith. Now, where does faith come from again? How does it develop within us? How does it grow within us? Faith comes by hearing the word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17. So above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, all the temptations the devil will throw at you, and take the helmet of salvation, be a thankful and thankful Christian, proud in a godly way that you're in Christ, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Every time the devil tempted Jesus in the wilderness after Jesus had fasted for 40 days, Jesus answered him and defeated him with the statement, it is written. The sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. When you find yourself starting to weaken a little bit because of something that's facing you, some challenge in your life at that moment, or maybe you're dealing with over a period of time, don't try to handle it alone. Pray to God for his strength, for his wisdom, for his guidance, for his solution, for his deliverance. Pray. With all, pray, what does Paul say there? With all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end, with all perseverance, persevere and supplication for all the saints. How can I stay strong in the Lord? I need to put on that spiritual armor every day. Paul learned the lesson. As we've looked at in Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 through 13, he said, hey, I've learned in whatever state I am to be content. Now, that's a mindset. And then he goes on in verse 12, and he says, I know how to be up. I know how to be down. I know how to be full. I know how to be hungry. I know how to deal with life when everything's going hunky-dory, and I know how to deal with life when things are really rough and challenging. And the lesson he learned, verse 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. Now, it's a mindset. When we look in Colossians chapter 3, Colossians chapter 3, beginning with verse 1, the apostle Paul wrote this, if then you were raised with Christ, we're raised with Christ in baptism, We're buried with him, immersed in the waters of baptism for the remission of our sins so that the blood that he shed on the cross can cleanse us of our sins. As we're plunged into that grave, it's like being plunged into being buried in, in, in a grave of water. Jesus was buried in a literal tomb put into the ground. In baptism, we're buried in a watery grave, and Jesus, he was put into that tomb physically dead but he arose alive, victorious over death. As we are plunged into the waters of baptism, buried in them, fully immersed, the blood that Jesus Christ shed on the cross cleanses us of the guilt of our sins. Acts 2 and verse 38. Acts 22 and verse 16. And as we are raised up out of that water, we have been reborn spiritually, brought to a new life from a spiritual perspective we've been cleansed, we've been redeemed, we've been saved, and we have come into Christ, Romans 6 and verse 3, and Galatians 6, uh, or 3 and verse 27. So set your mind on things above. Seek those things which are above, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God, set your mind on things above. Now, that's a mindset. Make up your mind. Make up your mind I'm not going to give in to the devil. I'm going to be strong in the Lord. Now, again, how do I do that? Set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. This world is not where the real focus of your life, the ultimate focus needs to be. It needs to be in heaven, eternal life with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth, for you died. You died to that life of sin, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, when He comes back on that final day of judgment, then you also will appear with Him in glory. He's going to call you. Well, what if I die physically before He comes? He'll bring you forth. You're going to meet Him in the air. Paul wrote that in Second Thessalonians chapter, chapter two. So when Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Therefore, you're looking forward to this, you're looking forward to that ultimate deliverance from all of the challenges of this life and from all of the temptations the devil might throw at you. So therefore, put to death your members, which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. So Walk away from all of those sinful practices that you might have been engaged in to one extent or another in life, because you have died to that old life of sin when you were baptized into Christ. You were forgiven of all those sins. Let them go. Again, be strong in the Lord. Verse 6, because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience. Those who live in those sinful lifestyles, or any sinful lifestyle. Can look forward to eternal condemnation in hell. And Paul says, in which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them, but you come out of that. And he goes on in verse 8 and says, but now you yourselves are to put off all these, and he lists some more sinful practices, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth, do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old man with his deeds. Again, when you were plunged in that grave of baptism, those immersed in those waters, you were dying to that old lifestyle of sin. And as you were plunged into those waters, the blood of Christ cleansed you of the guilt of your sins. You were reborn spiritually. Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. The new man, what is that? A Christian. You're no longer lost in sin. You're forgiven and saved in Christ. You have put him on in baptism. Galatians 3 and verse 27. Put on the whole armor of God. Make up your mind. Those are ways in which we can be strong in the Lord and overcome all of the difficulties the devil might use against us in this life. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you for loving us. Thank you for making the way. Thank you for the encouragement your word gives us that we can, we can be strong in the Lord through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Praise, glory, honor, and thanks be to you. Praise God. Please forgive us and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.